All right, Talk CDL weekly news update or whatever we're calling it with Miss Ruth Ann. Ruth Ann, what do you got for us this week in trucking? Oh, by the way, hello. (laughs) (laughs) He's like he likes he's just a little delayed reacting. Uh, You know, I I just like to get to it. You know what's funny is in my head formalities. In in my head, as you're doing that. How do you do, sir? Shush, I'm speaking. Thank you. Hush, I'm speaking. Okay, go ahead. In, in in my head while you're sitting there doing your little intro speaking, yeah, I had music in my head of my intro. I can put some. You want me to put news flash music? I'm gonna have to do some kind of music when we upload it. You want that? You want something like that? No, that sounds freaky. All right. Well, all right. Well, I got some stuff. We gotta think of something smart. I have no. I do. I have a lot of programs with new stuff. Okay, well, let's start with this. All right. Okay, so everybody knew that there was some blitzes going on for um, safety, road checks, brake checks, all that different stuff. Right. Well, the one that just happened, um, it just closed out last, you know, this past week. No statistics yet on that, but there was one. At least the good news is it closed out. (laughs) Yeah, yesterday. Right. It was done. It was done. But. um, We should have asked. We were just live. We should have asked everybody if they got whacked. Ooh. Yeah. What an opportunity missed. Wow, my fault. Yeah, it is your fault. No, it's never my fault. All right, so go ahead. So this one closed out. Yeah, but there was one in um, in Texas that happened in the beginning of June, and they were just pulling up some of the statistics that happened from it. What were they concentrating on that one? Was that ELDs and stuff? Um, inspections. No, it just was um, an inspection blitz going on in um, Texas. Yeah, I know, but where, what were they inspecting? Were they inspecting logs? Was that, wasn't that the big thing in June or not? Because of the new ELD thing. I could be wrong. I don't know. Well, just it was everything. It was out of service violations, infractions like that. And so it was, does it got a number on it? Well, it said that just basically a total of 1975 commercial vehicles. So about 24% of the trucks that were inspected were placed out of service. Wow. That sucks. Yeah, I know. So you're saying one out of four, 20, yeah. about 24, 25%. Yeah, it said 24%. Wow. About twenty four percent of the vehicles that were inspected. What the hell were they tagging that many people for? Um, that's you know what that is. That's freaking DOT competing with the next DOT booth down the road, saying we're going to get more, looking for every little thing to whack. You know what? Honestly, that pisses me off because it, what they're doing is they're taking good working men and women and 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 making an example out of these guys. And I'd like to see what they were tagging these guys for. Now, don't get me wrong. If it's something major safety, I'm all for it. But if you're tagging people for the stupidest things that you can let them go that's bs well honestly when i was reading through the two articles that i have regarding the different stuff that happened i was actually surprised on how many people were letting their trucks go with the violations well violations well most of the ones on this particular were out of service violations but they also had stuff as far as um 301 drivers were placed out of service for what ranging from failure to have the proper type of driver's license to um, for the vehicle that they're driving and also out of sa- out, out of hours then they also had I mean and there you go now the out of hours thing I'm not going to argue that but if you're out there driving a class A with a regular license or you have a class B you know what? You deserve to get. That's what I'm over. saying. Like yeah, some of this that, stuff was that. like, I can't believe these people were doing it. Oh, I. Can. The other, the other was brakes and the de- defective tires. Well, hey, you know, let me tell you something about the brake thing. This is the truth, and I've talked to so many companies lately. You guys out there, you drivers out there, I'm going to tell you the best teacher right now is Mr. YouTube. Seriously, 
Anything you want to know, go on YouTube. Guys, all you need is a half inch and a 9 16th inch wrench. And all you got to do when you, uh, you, you want to check your own brakes, you, you turn it all the way in and you back it off equally by quarter and half turns. And you, you get to know where the adjustment is that you need to make your slacks perfect. I'm not kidding you. You guys could learn how to adjust your brakes in about five freaking minutes. It's so, guys, it's so easy. It's unreal. And I know there's some guys out there going, F that. I don't do that. My job ain't mechanic. Well, I'm going to tell you something. That, that, that attitude is going to get you out of service. It's going to get you behind. I know a guy that owns a little company R up in Chicago. He owns like 50 trucks, right? Pays really good money. Had a driver the other day. Um, I forget what it was. It was a headlight or something really simple. And a guy literally sat there all day waiting for a TA or somebody to get something so simple that he could, he should have done. This guy was telling me he's the owner of a trucking company. He said, he said, half these guys don't even come with their own tools. Guys, get yourself a tool bag when you go to a trucking company. And if you need to tighten or change a light or something that's so freaking simple, you can save yourself a lot of time. And you know what? Learn something. It's nice to have that knowledge, guys. I know there's a lot of drivers out there that can help you and show you that stuff, too. Believe me, when I was a driver, I was broke down the road once or twice that I got myself going. You guys, and I have confidence that you guys can do it. Well, it's honestly, it's not worth the citation or anything that you're going to define that you're going to get because you didn't fix your headlight, you know? You know how much your it's, boss it's, will love you if you can change a light? Well... Here's here's some of the statistics from this blitz. Um, the Texas Troopers cited twelve fifty eight, so one thousand two hundred and fifty eight citations. They also gave eighteen thousand one hundred and seventy eight warnings during this this blitz. Okay, so they gave out a lot of warnings. They did. I mean, okay. think about it. If they gave that many warnings out, just I, I you know, know, but around twenty thousand people they stopped. But with the blitz, I guarantee you they were. Look, I'm not a cop hater, but I can tell you right now, I guarantee you, when, when, when you know the next county down is, is bragging about their numbers, you guys are all, you have your boss up there in cop land or DOT land, and you guys are damn right, you're saying, don't, don't, don't let these guys make you look stupid down here in uh, the next county. Make sure every little thing we grab. And, and guys, I don't think that's really too cool, especially when we're doing it to a hard-working driver, the, the stuff the drivers go through. Give us a break, guys. And don't get me wrong. I'm not asking for breaks on uh, real bad safety issues. I'm just saying there are certain things that, you know, and I guess if they gave 18,000 warnings, they did give breaks. They did. Sense. I guess I, mean, I kind of answered my own it, question. Yeah, they did. Yeah, so, yeah, maybe I'm standing corrected here. Okay, well, in April, there was in Kansas a um, another blitz that was just for basically safety um, for break. Right. Just for brake safety. Brake safety. I guess it was a brake safety awareness day or Again, something like guys, that. Guys, go on YouTube and learn how to adjust your own brakes. Well, I'm listen telling to this. you, it's so easy. They did, during the Blitz, they had 8,128 air brake trucks and tractors that still needed the systems updated. What do you mean, the systems? The ABS systems. Really? It said, yeah. What years were the trucks? Well, that's what I don't understand, but it said during the inspection, 8,128 air brake trucks and trailers required anti-lock braking systems. Wow. 10% of these trucks had ABS violations, and then they said uh, additionally, like uh, another 5,000 trailers were identified as requiring ABS. So 14.3% of it was just 
Guys, let me tell you something. Airbrake violations. I mean, that's yeah. safety. You I, don't want to, you know. Okay, listen. It's just guys, ridiculous. Let me just say this also. If you're driving for a trucking company and these guys are get, putting you in shit equipment and shitty trailers, guys, seriously, you got a CDL. You can get a job anywhere. Don't risk your own life and don't risk your CDL for somebody that's giving you a lot of shit. I'd love to see the statistics on that, Ruthann. Ver, you know, what was um, uh, mid-sized and bigger companies versus maybe some small company, some guy that has 10 trucks. And look, I'm not faulting the guy that wants to grow his company when he's got 10 trucks. Dude, if you got 10 trucks and you got nothing but shitty equipment, pay your freaking bills, keep your trucks upgraded, and you'll have better drivers. Right. Okay? Yeah. I mean, I, don't, don't, don't ask drivers to drive. I'll tell you right now, I see guys posting stuff all the time, half-balled tires. I'm amazed at that. Guys, if any of you trucking company owners are out there listening to me, I'm telling you right now, all right, you ought to be ashamed and embarrassed to ask any driver to drive on any tire that's not legal, okay? Stuff that's leaking all over the place, stuff that you already know he's going to get in trouble. He's got to duck. He's got to duck way stations and all kind of BS just to make you an extra freaking dollar because you don't want to fix it. That's bullshit. And that's what I'm going to tell you. He's not going to get, he's the, the, the owner of the truck's not the one that's going to end up getting jail time if you end up killing someone because that's you. That's right. Well, he you, could, he could though. And, and he, they, they'll go after every, but you know what? Honestly, guys, all you owners, let me just give you a quick lesson in owning a trucking company. Okay. And you think you know it all. If your equipment sucks, and you can and you can only hire the worst drivers because nobody else will drive your trucks. Upgrade your equipment, okay? Spend a dollar. Believe it. You actually make more money in the long run. Mm-hmm. All right, you you really do, and you'll grow better. You'll never grow that way. It just ain't gonna happen. All right. What well, what here, else you got? The, there is gonna be another brake safety week that will be held in September from the 16th to the 22nd. So just nationwide. Be- um, yeah, I guess it just, it's not telling me exactly. It's, it didn't give any specifics on where it just, just saying that it's going to be a national safety week. So I'm going to have right. to assume that it's nationwide. All right. So what else you got? What do you got in trucking? Next You got thing, any blood and guts? Um, I got uh, some, but I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm doing, I'm, right. I'm breaking it down into segments and oh, this is segment. Yeah, these are segments. And now the news with Ruth Ann. Right, go ahead. What do you got? Um, North Carolina is going to start banning trucks parking at home. I know. I've seen that. But it yeah. wasn't it just one town? Um, Rocky Mount. Rock, well, Rocky Mount's a good... That's, you know yeah. what? I used to pick tobacco up there. Yeah. So they're going to ban They're gonna ban you from p- taking a truck home. Does that right. mean like no matter where you live, if you have like... Say you have like a residential 100- area. Any, any residential area, it looks like. Well, I mean, if you live somewhere, it's residential, right? I mean, yeah. if you had 50 acres... Out in the middle of nowhere, and you're in Rocky Mount. That is not that not considered resident. Define residential. That's what I'd like to know because I got to tell you now. I can understand. Here's what I do understand. I, there was a town in outside of Houston a couple of years ago where it was like really a lot of truckers, but the problem was all the houses were like doubles and triples. Where you know what I mean you had um, you know duplexes and all that stuff, and these guys would park right outside these apartments. And some of them would leave their trucks idle or some had to go to work at three o'clock in the morning. So then they'd fire up their truck for a half hour doing, you know, pre-trips and all this other stuff. And guess what? Now you got people, you're waking up their babies and their kids. I can understand residents getting a little ticky about that. But guys, if, if somebody owns property, you know, I don't think you should be able to tell them at all that they can't park their rig on their own property. I think that's 
that's a lot of bull. To me, it is. I'd be pretty pissed off. I don't think anybody in within like the city limits of Rocky Mount probably has that kind of acreage to where it would be. I think they're more or less thinking about this, the, the places in, the that in are... in-town stuff? That's what you I'm, think that's what it is? Uh, I mean, it could get more... I seen a trucker the other day when I seen that post that you're talking about. He said, well, we don't have to deliver there anymore. <laughs> yeah, so... Well, you know. it's, it's saying that they actually had the um, certain ordinances since 1970 um, that just they... Just trying to enforce them or what? Well, it was... They're changing it. It used to be where you couldn't park within like 300 feet of a residence... Now they're they're making it where you can't even park it on the property. So um, I still have a problem if you own that property. You should be able to put your truck there. I mean, it is what it is. But hey, you know, you move into places and and they change rules. I mean, well, that's they're given till October for drivers to find other parking. Maybe if you need to find out exact specifics as far as like. If there's an area that doesn't fall with underneath those guidelines, you could always check it out. But here's the thing: if you get caught, your first fine's going to be a hundred, your second fine's going to be two fifty, and any fine after that's going to be five hundred. You know, there's a, a a money maker for somebody right there. Get yourself some parking lots all over the country. Start a chain, and 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 charge truckers very minimal. Make it cheap to where you can make a profit, and the and the trucking companies are willing to pay. Uh, you know, uh, uh, a cheap parking fee or whatever the case is. But believe me, this parking thing's kind of getting out of hand. You know, it's funny. Everybody wants us to deliver everything, but it's almost like we're like the redheaded stepchild. You don't want to admit that you're related to us. And I'm talking about truckers. <laughs> it's true. I mean, look, everybody wants their goods delivered, right? But but look at Walmart has pretty much pushed truckers off their lot just about. They used to invite truckers and campers to sleep there. Um, residential areas are all pushing them off. The off ramps where truckers were pulling on, they're pushing them off that the state of Virginia alone. Yeah. I think it's a four hour time limit in their rest areas. You can't sleep there. Everybody wants truckers to go away and, and, and be not seen and not heard. Just somehow get us our goods and deliver it, but don't bother us with your ugly presence and your big bad 18 wheelers. I'm telling you, you guys have no idea that might sound like I'm, um, I'm sounding like a conspiracy, but I'm telling you, that's how it feels as a driver. It's like, my gosh, you guys, you guys want me to bring everything for you, but you have no sympathy uh, for my rest in any way. I'm telling you, that's what it seems like to me. What else you got, Ruthann? Um, Florida is, you know, do you remember when I brought up the Western states that we're doing where they're going to let drivers know if there's parking spots available? Yeah, that's right. The digital thing. Right. Almost like the parking garages. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Florida is now doing it where they actually have it available. Um, I-95 and I-4 plans to expand it. With, I, um, I'm gonna take a ride and we're gonna video it. We'll put it up on Talk. Yeah, it's Facebook it's page. it's actually pretty. It's Does pretty it say interesting. Where, where they have that? It's gonna be in only certain counties. Um, let's see. Is it up already running? Some of them. It says on June 26, electric signs in Brevard, Flagler, and Seminole counties began displaying running totals of available parking slots. Oh, we're gonna go. I'm gonna put that on video for everybody. At least five rest areas and two way stations on I-95 and I-4. So there's there's. What about a- the Turnpike? I wonder if they're doing it. Um, no. Remember when we were driving on Turnpike and we we pulled in to the re- the service plaza and what did we see? Remember what we seen? I'm like, wow, look at that. That's really cool. Do you remember what it was? Tesla charging um, stage. Yeah. Remember they have like these yeah. big 
Uh, I've never seen anything like that. I mean, everybody's probably going, oh, I've seen it. Well, I've never seen it. It was pretty cool. Florida is kind of pretty advanced when it comes to certain things well, like that. It's it's all, it's like I said, 95 and 4 already got them started. And then um, I-75 will track 20. I don't think Florida 20- has a trucking a parking problem, though. Um, once installed on I-10 and I-75, there will be another 2,300 parking slots statewide. Oh, awesome, man. So, there you go. Yeah, they're already... So kudos to Florida. Right. Florida's right. getting it going. And they actually have, like, if you go to um, the website um, for the Florida, you know, DOT, they will actually give a detail on more of the signage and the different areas that are offering them so that you can get an idea um, who's getting it because it's going to start basically at the Florida Welcome Center and go, I don't know how far down, but a good distance down the state of Florida well, is Brevard is Brevard. It's either Orlando or it's, it's uh, Miami area. One, one or two. I know Broward. I think Broward is down there. I think Brevard is either actually maybe, um, the space coast area or Orlando. Uh, I, I have to check it out. I'm not even sure, but it would be in one of those more bigger areas that they start doing that. That's cool though. What else you got Rita? What else you got in trucking? Okay. Let me clear that one off my screen. The next portion of it of- is, the news with Ruthann. The news with me. Okay. Um, there is a um, a driver that was um, sentenced to four and a half years, up to four and a half years in jail. What did he do? He um, Was he laid on a load? No. Are they starting to give out prison time for late deliveries? No. What did he, he do? He was being really, really stupid. Oh, really? Yeah. Last year, he was... Um, he was driving in New York, and he had his cell phone in his hand. Right. Well, New York is real bad about that. Well, what he did is he decided to crash into a woman in her Honda and um, killed her. Oh. Yeah. And what they did is because, you know, it's really easy to pull out details yeah, on the phone. He got his phone records. Yeah. He was doing a survey on his phone. At the time of the crash. At the time of the crash. So he was actually typing, yeah. looking down. Before that, before that, he was actually doing online shopping. Mm-mm-mm. So like he had no, and really, you know, what's really sad is he's 28 years old oh. when he did this. So he's going to have like. I wonder if that's a lifetime suspension on your CDL. I'll bet, I'll bet he, well, nobody's going to want to hire him anyway. No, no one's going to want, but he was doing 70 in a 16 Freightliner when he crashed into this woman. Mm. Where so. And where, do you know where that happened? Um, was it, it on the thruway? They were, yeah, actually, they yeah. were going, um, she was headed to Buffalo where yeah. she worked and yeah. he was going through the thruway uh, driving, they were going west, so. Oh, 90. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that really, that's a, that's a bugger, man. Sorry about that for their family. Prayers for that family. Yeah. I that mean, really, that really is, I'm going to tell you something. You know what? I have a new girlfriend. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Did you know that? No, no, yeah. I didn't. Her name is Siri. Oh gosh! I'm telling you, I love her. I love Siri, and you you may be replaced. I'm going to tell you why I'm saying this. You drivers out there, you have no idea. We're so used to wanting to type with our fingers anymore. Um, Our 11 year old daughter, then she is so big on just you know. She hates talk type. She talk. She talk (laughs) text, and so I kind of in the last Ruthann tell these people, do I use Siri all the time now? Yes. Hey, hey, Siri. In fact, she, she, there she is. She just came up. There, listen to it. I have her set at, is she Australian or British? Oh, I have her at yeah, British. British. Yeah, British. Um, yeah. Hey, Siri. What's my name? Your choice. See? That's what you told me. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, cancel. I, I, since you did that, I'm going to do mine now. 
Oh, yeah, Ruth and Ruth ends. Hey, Siri. Oh, I got to turn mine up. Sorry. Oh, wow. All right, go I gotta ahead. Turn my... You'll need to unlock your iPhone first. Oh, <laughs> she's got a cute little Australian Siri. Okay. Hey, Siri. Oh. What's my name? You're asking me, Queen? <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> Okay, so anyways, let's get back to business here now that she whipped out her boyfriend there. All right, so... What, did you hear what he called me? No, what did he say? Oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm the gonna queen. Have, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm queen. Yeah, I'm right. Queen Ruth Ann. Okay, so, yeah, according <laughs> to your, the male Siri. But but the reason when, the reason that we're advocating the Siri and any one of your, your voice command things on your cell phone, it actually works so good now. At one time, it didn't. Now, it, it almost gets everything perfect that you quote. I could say, hey, Siri, send Ruth Ann a message. She'll go, okay, what did you want it to say? And then you can say, that's what she sounds like. You know, this morning I said, oh, uh, Ruth Ann, I forgot my shirt and tie. I was at church. And you know what? Boom. She goes, okay, should I send it? I said, yes. Boom. Just like that. I didn't touch nothing. I could, I could talk to her and she'll do whatever I want. She's like, she's way better than Ruth Ann. But, you know, other than that, don't hit me. All right. What else you got in trucking? We're going to move on. Woman, woman accused of beating her husband. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, I have. She laughs at her own jokes. <laughs> I do. All right. I'm, I'm a silly person. I do. Okay, so um, a former truck, a former trucking company owner gets jail time for carrier fraud. For carrier fraud? Yeah. Tell, tell us about the carrier fraud. Now I'm interested. Okay, so he's... The pod just got better. He's going to get two years to... He, he's sentenced to two years in prison. Wow. And he pled guilty for for, for fraud. Where is he from? Let's let's build it. Okay, he's from Iowa. Okay. His Ooh. name is Brett. And what company? Um, he was sentenced to Brett. three years of supervised release ordered to pay 35801 Oh, so he's not going to jail? No, no, no. To, he was, he's got to pay that as restitution to Quaker transportation, his, the victim of his scheme and required to pay another 300, yeah, 300 in special assessment fees. Basically what happened $300 was- $300 or 300,000? Well, it just says 300 and okay. that's why I didn't figure that one out either. Right. But, you know. um, basically the DOT mm-hmm. inspector um, basically revealed that uh, Tratchel, I guess is how you pronounce his name, Provided false information to the um, FMCSA when he applied for his carrier and broker authority, and um, so what was he doing? Not just just not paying people, or what? No, he says that he's operated CK Logistics and did not disclose to the FMCSA that he also had business interests and associated with BT Enterprises and JBT Logistics. So what was he doing? I want to know the scam. His registration requirements and he and operate without proper authority is what it was. Okay. He allegedly contracted with shippers to haul freight for a certain price and build them for multiple times for the same loads. That's why he has to pay Quaker back. Okay, so he was double billing and triple billing. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, scumbag. Yeah. All right. So, so besides operating, really, you didn't. He really wasn't a trucking company. He was just operating like one. Right. Okay. So, so let that be a warning to you. All right. Okay. That's kind of interesting. Um, there I wonder was, how many. I wonder how many more are out there doing that right now. They're probably listening like, to the pod going, "Crap, oh, man, God, they're true. getting caught." Yeah. <laughs> All right, good. What else you got? Um, there is a, a big fire at 
um, a truck stop, a TA in, in California. When was that? I know, um, you know, last Monday. month there was a big one in uh, Ohio. What? Yeah, this was Monday. We're at, we're at uh, California. Um, so it was a TA? Yeah. Right. So the whole it thing was, burned down or what? Um, no, no, it wasn't the whole thing. It was, um, it's saying that the Victorville Daily is the one that did it. So it was probably not far from Victorville. Victorville. Which is the whole LA area. Right. Yeah. Well, it was, um, it said it was Lenwood Road off of I-15. And basically what happened, it was two trucks were getting some you gas. Just, you just sniffed. I'm, I told you I have to sneeze and it won't come out. So I'm sounding a little you, nasally and snissy. Hawk, and, why don't you hawk a loogie or something? I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't do that. All right, go ahead. That actually hurt my ear. All right, so so the now did the whole thing burn down or is it just... No, I just said it didn't before you interrupted okay. me. So if you would much, listen, open how, your ears. How much damage? Um, basically, it was two trucks, including one loaded with glass at the pump. That's what started all the... the not specifically that, that truck and trailer, but uh. it was at the pumps that this fire started. Um, so it's still under investigation to find out, but it destroyed the two tractors, the two tractor and trailers, three fuel pumps and damage to the metal awning at the truck stop. Wow. Okay. Well, I guess we'll, uh, to be, uh, continued on that one. So, uh, what else you got in trucking? Okay. Last but not least. Last but not least. Yeah. All right. What do you got? Um, I want to make sure this was, yeah, it was. Um, I had opened twice, so I wasn't sure if it was two separate ones. Anyways. Like anybody cares. Which I know. I kind of go ahead. <laughs> okay, so there was this driver that. Um, what was his name? His name was, oh gosh. Was or is? It is. He's it's, still alive? Yeah. Okay. He's not, he's not dead. He's actually. Well, you said there was this driver. Well, okay. There is this driver. All there right. is a driver named Alaveria. Alaveria. Right. And, and where's he from? It doesn't say where he's actually right. from. Now, what happened to him? Well, he filed a... He, he approached the Supreme Court. This, the Supreme? Uh, sorry, that was me oh. trying not to sneeze. My yawning, my sneezing. He approached the Supreme Court. Right, right. For what? For what purpose? The uh, Federal Arbitration Act. So what was he... Uh, he if, to go to the arbit an arbitrator, you must be fighting or arguing with somebody. To get something settled. An arbitrator is just a referee. What mm -hmm. what was going on? Prime. Prime? Prime. Oh, was it? Which What, what was the deal? I know they were having a, a, a big issue with the men and women trainer thing. Is that what? No, it, this no? is another one. Okay. What Basically, what, he's, what he went to them about is because he went through their training program. Right. And um, it says, I'm going to read the paragraph where he explains so this. So when you say he went through their training, he went and got his CDL through them. Right. Okay. In 2013, he entered the new Prime's truck driving truck driver apprenticeship program where drivers must attend a four-day orientation, log 10,000 hours of unpaid miles, not hours, log 10,000 unpaid miles as a driver or passenger. So they don't they don't pay their trainees. That's what this guy was That's saying. That's kind of weird. Most it trucking is. companies pay like 5 to 700 bucks a week, you know, to these trainees. I mean, honestly, most well, right most people can't afford to come and work for uh, 10,000 miles for free. Well, that, and that's what I'm not understanding when when they did this, and I'm wondering if this might have been what made some of them change. I wonder their, if they're still doing. No, I'm telling you, most trucking companies have always paid their trainees. Okay, well, let me finish telling you what he says. Prime tis, after tis. completing the supervised training uh, driving period, court documents said that the student driver must take the examination for a commercial driver's license and then drive thirty thousand more miles as a B two company driver trainee. 
B2 trainees were paid 14 cents per mile after finishing the program. Um, the Look, gentleman became this, an independent contractor. Right. Now, to be fair, that was back in 14. 13. Even, uh, 13. That's five years ago. But still, yeah. in 2013, 14 cents a mile, even for a trainee. You know, trainees now that, you know, once they get their CDL and they come out of trucking school, I'm sorry, once they go with a trucking company and they get done with their trainer, and they get into their own truck, a lot of these guys are starting well above 40 cents a mile right now. Right. But then again, it is five years later. So right. I'm not going to dispute well, what... And look, I'm not here is, to... This is what he's saying. Can. Let me finish. I'm going to actually stand up for myself. Guys, you hear this? I'm standing up for myself and I'm going to try and talk over to Wait, Troy. what are you talking about? You're Shh. acting like I cut you off or something crap. Shh. All right, Shh. go ahead. Shh. Shh. Okay. Zip it. Shh. Zip it. Shh. Go ahead. Okay, so basically what he did is in 2015... He filed a class ass, class action. Class ass. Class, I know. <laughs> he filed his class ass down there. <laughs> Against New Prime, alleging that the trucking company violated the fair labor standards as well as Missouri minimum wage statute. Oh, so, now there's yeah. where you probably did get them. If they were paying below minimum wage, I think that it is required. You know, California is real big on that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now that you can't even say hourly rate or cents per I mile, know, you have man. to call it points. Right. Trucking companies have to call Cali Cali drivers points. It's right. kind of an odd, it's weird just, situation. You can't say the word money. It, yeah. How it's, weird is that? It's it's. It is. I'm not. I'm not going to say that. We're we're trying to stay neutral here on Talk CDL. We're not going to pick on. Well, we pick on everybody. What yeah, we do. I'm, right. I, we pick on California. Yes. All right. They're Tide Pod eaters. Tide Pod eaters. <laughs> some good drivers in california I'm no it's you. just the legislators are oh the legislator. pot eaters. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> all right so anyways so he was trying to file this class action suit trying to get the um getting them to rule that they you know and, and to pay them retroactively like what they really do all well I, you know I what i actually i think actually, it wasn't just that i think what also it was is he said that the um when he went in there because he became uh, an Omer, uh, independent contractor then, when he did that, they there's this, this division within Prime that is separate, but yet in the same building for their trucks. Mm-hmm. And it was called... Um, I've actually heard it before, but I can't remember either. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm scanning. Can I, are, you, are you? Can I give out advice yet? Or are you still success leasing? Is what success it's. leasing? Okay. And um, he said that basically that he felt pressured to sign that because they, they actually got like five thousand dollars of stuff racked up. And he said, and it's funny the way they worded this. It said that um, he said the a transportation worker agreement is established and purports that it's an independent contractor relationship and that the, the arbitration that they don't fall underneath it. So he was just telling me to talk. You, did you, mic. first off, did you know that a lot of these companies get a big check from the government for the student programs? No. Uh, yeah, they, at least they were, and I would be willing to bet they still are. Okay. Now here's the other thing. I'm going to, I'm going to give some advice to trucking companies. All right. And you know, I've got to be honest with you. I don't like giving out free advice, but I'm going to. You trucking companies that have student programs, I want you to know one thing. And this is just speaking as a driver, driver's mentality. If you hire me as a student, okay, and you pay me embarrassing 
chintzy wages because you think I don't deserve to be paid something decent, even as a student. With social media and CBs, it's not going to take me long to have a bunch of truckers telling me, oh, you need to talk to this company over here or this company over there because they'll pay you what you're worth and blah, blah, blah. So it doesn't take long for me to start hating you and already looking for the door. Did you know, Ruthann, there's so many truck drivers that go to these big trucking companies that because their wages are low, they're tr- they're quitting before their contract is up. And of course, they, they hurt themselves that way. Mm-hmm. But if these trucking companies would just actually pay them something decent, okay? Guys, you would you would keep your driver. Like if, if your driver could see, hey man, these guys are really taking care of me versus, I'm telling you, man, who the hell can live on 500 bucks a week if you got a family? And I'm not, I mean, look guys, the, the amount of money they, they pay to invest in these guys, I get that, all right? But you still have to take care of your number one, right? You got to feed the ox. That's mm-hmm. what it says, man. Yeah. So I'm just saying, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have some kind of ridiculous clause in my, my thing with my students because if you have a high rate of turnover, you might, you might try some new incentive to keep your students going. I'm well, just saying. I, I personally think it's getting making, harder to find more. Drivers. I think making them them sign a contract for what, like some of the contracts are are nine months, but then there's you know like nine to what is it about nine months is the average contract for student program. I mean, I mean, and look, I I, I get yes that. or no. I, yeah, I, I don't know. Eight okay, to, so I think it's anyway, eight to ten months. Even so, they within the first short bit, the first month or two. I like when you're demanding. I know. All right, good. good. So, I, even that first month or two, the driver, <laughs> the driver has earned his own. To where anything after that, like say you're thirty days, like a ninety day probation period. Once they're there, ninety days, whatever money that driver is making, you're getting your profit back. You don't need to make them sign this contract. Truthfully, oh yeah, you do need to make them sign. No, no, I don't. I don't to, think you listen, need a nine month. I one hundred percent agree with these companies that are saying we're going to bring you guys in and we're going to take the chance with our insurance and all this other stuff and we're going to give you a career. I get that. I get the part where you want these guys to stay. Eight, ten months. I'm, I'm honestly and truly, I get that. Uh, Sorry, my nose is running. I know, man, but like now I got to go in and edit like snot. Okay, I gotta just leave it in there. So, anyways, we we I get that part. It's just the fact that you know, five hundred bucks minus taxes sucks. No, now, that's what I mean. Pay they, them right. They're earning the money for you. Right. You're paying them cheap. Right. Well, and here's the thing. Once they start driving for them, they, they come in, and some of them got them at like 20-some cents. That's what right. I'm trying to point yeah. out. It's really cheap. Now, this is really funny because this is what it, it said here. It said, according to this this gentleman, Alavarera, I can't pronounce his name, paid him less than minimum wage and that the deductions for fuel and lease payments on the truck occasionally left him owing money at the end of the pay period. That is, Prime sometimes charged him hundreds of dollars to work for the company. Yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah, yeah, so. that's what it was. It's basically like when you have some of these, that's what it's going to end up being like. And don't get me wrong. There's some guys that'll come in that it just ain't worth a damn. Anyways, they, they won't run. They can't run and blah, 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 blah. And the company struggle. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. But, but when you have a good driver, I would just say reward that driver for his goodness. And, and I don't mean like, okay, he ran more miles. So he gets a couple extra dollars. I mean, honestly, make it worth him to stay. I'm telling you, 
trucking companies. You know, I know one or two companies right now that if you if you go to a school and you and you get on with this company, you start out four cents a less than their than a ten year driver starts at, and within one hundred and eighty days, you're up to that wage. So, anyways, guys, uh, it's getting harder and harder. Excuse You're me. making it fun of me, but yeah, listen to you. I, I was burping. I was trying to hold it I'm in. Only right. sneeze. I'm only right. sneezing. I'm, I'm like trying not to sneeze, and you're okay. burping. But anyways, listen. I'm 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 not. I'm trying to be kind of neutral in there. But I would just tell you guys, you got to come up with. Some of you guys need to really relook at your your program, as the and if you got a major high turnover, you can turn it into something different. You really can. You can turn it into some. You know, some companies now are saying, "Hey, we'll get this guy trained and we'll get him on regional or local." You know, and uh, and that's helping also. So, anyways, let's wrap this thing up. Uh, trucking news with Ruth Ann. We still, da, da, da. we still haven't gotten a name for this. Da, da, da. You got anything else? That's me. All right, we're wrapping it up, guys. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. And remember, keep keep all your videos coming and the pictures, and we'll keep posting them on Facebook. And uh, keep doing what you're doing. We appreciate you guys. And uh, if you see anything out there. Throughout the week, if there's you see anything, shoot it over to us, yeah. and and let me I'll I'll put it in the in, in the weekly. Just if it's something newsworthy, just let me know. Hey Ruth, and you you'll we'll even uh, mention you guys on the pod. Exactly. If anybody sends us I'll stuff. I'll say brought to you by. Yeah. Wow. Brought to you by. Okay. Brought to you by. All right. All right. Well, I'm sweating here in the studio. I'm out of here. Peace. Praise the Lord. Peace.